0: Moncrief on News Talk. My love for my cat is driving me and my girlfriend apart. I have had my cat for about three years. She was a rescue and I took her in during Covid. She's really affectionate with me but whenever anyone else is in the room she either screams at them or attacks them. People think I'm making it up that she is affectionate towards me when we are alone. Anyway, I've been dating a girl for the past 12 months and she can't stay over because of the cat. I can't really be apart from the cat either for more than a night because she rips up the carpets if left alone for too long. So now my girlfriend is unhappy. That I spend more than one night with her, or I can't spend more than one night with her. She's putting pressure on me
1: to get rid of the cat. What should I do? Get rid of the cat or get rid of the girlfriend? <laughs> oh my lord! What did the conundrum? Um, yeah. So, the, so the girlfriend obviously is seeing the problem, which is that your relationship with her is is being impacted by this cat. Your, <laughs> your.
0: <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, the it cat though true. sounds
1: like the a cat. psycho. I think well, we're fair enough to was. say that. The cat sounds unwell and yeah. the cat's like PTSD or trauma or something. Yeah. The, the cat has issues. And, and so what this letter writer is doing is, 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 is kind of not doing anything not actually engaging with the girlfriend over the, the girlfriend's concerns about how the relationship is being infected, <laughs> affected <laughs> by, by the, the psycho cat. And the cat isn't being kind of treated in some way for whatever it, it ails it. And I think that that's not good in either direction, because even if the relationship with the, the girlfriend breaks up, you're still going to have the mad cat that, you know, attacks mm. strangers. And that, yeah, that's not right. That's not normal cat behaviour.
2: Uh, well, traumatized cats can be like that. I, I see. I would be on team cat, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But that's not. I, don't, I don't, That's just me. I prefer animals to humans. Um, uh, uh, there are animal sites, uh, not psychotherapists, animal behaviorists who would be able to help you with that issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I dare I say Nan- Nancy Creedon, She's she's a very good animal behaviorist. Um, but. Uh, and and also, if I it's, it's for free, if you if you if you got the old Sky, my cat from hell. Have you ever watched that? That guy's really good. It's it's about it's about. Um, he ever called my cat from hell? My cat from hell. He goes he goes. It's basically he goes. He's a he's a cat. Whisperer, or whatever you want to call him, and he goes to different houses where cats are exhibiting ridiculous behaviour wow. like this, and he sorts them out because he understands this is obviously some kind of separation anxiety that the cat has, yeah. and and also whatever home he came, she, he, she, or it came from. Yeah. But I would, I would really before you do anything, I would, I would, I, I'll, I'll move in with him, and what I'll does, mind the cat. With uh, wh- what
0: does your man do when, when when he has these traumatized cats? What kind of therapy does he give them? Well,
2: I mean, I've seen, there there are things like um, you put them under the, put them under the, you you put them in a room and you leave them for a few minutes and then, now this is, this is off the top of my head. Uh, uh, you leave them for a few minutes and then you go back in again and then you you, go, you right, leave a few okay, yeah. of So they get used to longer and longer times without you. Right. right okay. Now the thing is, the cats are a jealous, they are a very jealous. So he's obviously very, the cat territorial is, is territorial. Yeah. But you can get, there's another thing you can get, now this is a, a brand name, Feely Way, which you can plug in which tends to calm cats down, and they tend not to be as territorial. And if they have any kind of behavioural issues, it will to calm them down. But I definitely think if, if you want free therapy, watch my cat from hell. There's like <laughs> about a thousand episodes of it, but they're really good. They make he's a, he's a he's damn good at what he does, you know. And he does make a huge difference because you can't think you can't train a cat. Mm. Well, you if if you understand the reasons for doing things, you can you can kind of you can you can manipulate their behaviour by. by making the the situation less stressful.
0: Yeah. You know, I never cats. knew you. You're a blinking expert in mad cats.
2: Uh, I mean, I just, yeah. I just love animals. I don't like people. I can't stand people and I wouldn't yeah. know what to do with a person, but I wouldn't yeah. know what to do with an animal.
0: So this fella should get one of these kind of cat shrinks and then it's kind of a, a gradual process. I do, I do
1: think that the, the cat issues need to be resolved because, I, like just leaving the cat to be upset for whatever thing that like whatever has happened to the cat maybe it's happened and it's done and as far as the cat the cat just knows its existence as it is now but the way the cat interacts with your existence is going to be a problem for you unless you like yeah yeah, exactly do something some kind of intervention because like the ideal scenario would be for you to be able to keep your girlfriend
2: and the cat cat, which is not impossible Yeah. yeah
0: But she's going to have to be a bit patient then while he goes through this whole therapy thing.
2: Yeah, I the just let him look at going. It's in well, hand. I would
1: imagine that the girlfriend is feeling like you're not doing anything at this and you seem to That's be kind it. of okay yeah. with the fact that the cat attacks me and the cat's making you a great excuse for you to not spend time. It's just not. He's
2: kicking not the cat down, down the road. <laughs> The cat kicking
1: the cat down the road. Sorry, the can. yeah, okay. I would imagine that's Don't probably that would be a
0: traumatic experience yeah, for that's the cat. What happened in the first place? <laughs> kicking the cat down the road. Uh, uh, bring in another cat, and that should distract the cat. Says uh, that's one a good idea suggests.
2: too. That's a good yeah. idea. Well, or else he killed the other cat. She, you know, yeah. I think I think
0: Catty would probably rip it to shreds.
2: Yeah, yeah. We have we have a we have a new cat, and there was ructions when she came in, but she's. She's kind of, they've kind of been sorted out because there's always with animals and birds and everything, there is a peck in order, you know, and the the cat that's there is, and probably as far as the cat is concerned, that. The girlfriend is another cat, and she doesn't. Like, I don't like that cat, and I, I'm your this cat. Is my cat, yeah. yeah get off my I'm patch. your cat. That's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But okay. I do. I do think. I do think an animal behaviourist would be able to sort Yeah, it out.
0: That's it's. Yeah, I can't. Right. it's the obvious answer, really. Right. Uh, so I never thought I would find myself single in my early forties. It seems like the people I'm interested in are just not interested in me, or at least find me attractive in the way I find them attractive. I own my house, but I feel so lonely and I'm thinking about selling up and just leaving everything behind. My family are all settled and raising their kids. My parents are no longer with us. I could live off the money from the sale of the house and see where the wind takes me. But is this crazy? I know I'd upset my siblings and my close friends, but I'm just so tired of feeling
1: like my life is a dead end. That's a sad one. Yeah. And there's a lot in here because there's, uh, there's, it seems to be very unclear as to what the, the underlying kind of malaise is, what the, what the, where the antipathy for life is coming from, other than a kind of comparison with other people and where they're at and what they're doing. Um, Just referencing the fact that they own a house is kind of like signalling the idea that I've done everything that I should have done. Yeah. I'm kind of following the road well-travelled and now I'm comparing that idea with the idea of going down the road less travelled or, or, or actually the road far travelled and in that instance I go look yeah you know there's many instances when for people that has worked the kind of whole like love eat pray whatever that nonsense eat pray love <laughs> whatever it's yeah. called you know that idea of going off going you know find nonsense. yourself find Jesus and find a boyfriend or whatever it is you think will happen and maybe that will work yeah whatever but if it doesn't work you're going to come back to, to you know to Ireland and you no won't money. have a house you'll have no money and you'll have no yeah you know, in the so middle the, of a housing crisis yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> I mean so the the risks are great with this one, Paddy one so I'd be kind of going maybe maybe not so
2: I think the person could do a bit of both I think I think say if you do sell your house um. Yeah, of course, coming back, but but uh, I don't have to sell
1: the house. No, I mean, rent you the like, house out. Well, so yeah. actually rent the house. I never even an thought of an that. Adventure, you know, it doesn't even have to be like a, a long, big, permanent thing. Yeah. Maybe just in the short term, like say, I'm going to take three months off, two months off, one month off, six yeah, weeks it off. Have to whatever. Be. Go somewhere, hang out, and see whether it, you know, yeah. makes you feel better about yourself.
2: And the other thing is, I always know. I've, I've noticed and in my own life is that when you get to a certain age and things are done and you go, God, wouldn't it be lovely if I had done that when I was younger or whatever yeah. it was? I would love to have done art restoration. That's what th- I would yeah. have much prefer to have done that than anything else than I ever ended up doing. So if he, if, if that person, I don't, uh, he he or she uh, uh, um, sit down and say, is there, anything is there a skill that I'm still able to do? Why would I go back to education? You know, that can really open up your your, mm. your world, you know, to go back to education. But I do think that in in, in lots of ways you say rent the house. I was thinking if he's gonna you know, if, if they've made up their mind to sell the house. But rent the house and as you say, go go somewhere or, or, or do get your what do you call that? Backpack. Backpack. Jesus, man, the <laughs> Age of me. I can't remember anything. Your um, backpack still on fleek. Though, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, good. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 backpack. that you know. And and do it. And do the romantic thing. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Have your house to come home to, or something to come. Some pied a terre. Maybe you could sell your. You could downsize, maybe, and use the spare money. I don't know. Um, but uh, it, it's all to play for, and not to get this is actually quite normal. This is a kind of a mid, it's a midlife crisis, really. Well, think, no, this
0: person is, they say they're lonely. They're lo- that's, but, that's the central problem for but
2: them. That, but it is, but that tends to be a midlife crisis because you realise, oh, I don't have a, and my kids are gone and i just got a house and I'm on my own. Yeah, because
1: there's a lot of things that the letter writer said that they said that they've made choices. They've made choices along the way deciding that, you know, X, Y and Z person who, who you know, presented themselves as interested, they weren't, good enough yeah. you know so they, they've kind of they had their, their standards they've had their their you know choices and they, they kind of know themselves in that way and now they find themselves in a situation where that level of standards has left them kind mm. of alone and mm. and that's kind of unsettling because it not only um you know has the consequence of you being lonely it also has the consequence of you undermining your own uh, decision making process in the past because you know was I in need just to like you know not mm. Accept somebody that I wasn't that mad into because I wouldn't. At least then I wouldn't be lonely.
2: Or you're better. You're better. I think that that's not. Yeah, yeah,
1: I don't think that's that's. I don't think that's the right thing to be thinking at all. I think that. I think if you have to accept the place that you are right now, you can go somewhere different from there. You can learn from your past, um, all that stuff. But you know, if you're lonely right now, you need to address sorting yourself out from being lonely. You can't cut yourself up about. The reasons why you got yes. to being here,
2: because
1: yeah. that's a waste of time. I think in the short term for this person, I think honestly that, that doing something rash and just kind of putting all of their life into a bin and just starting off somewhere else, that's really radical. And I, I don't necessarily think that's going to give them. What but I, I like
2: for. the way they're thinking because it is about it is change. about change. It yeah. is about change. It is about kind of cutting the ties and moving on. And and I, I, I like the way they're thinking. Just a slightly safer. Way of, because I would say way to go. But do you really think
1: that to make yourself less lonely, you cut ties with the people that are are in your life? I think Mm. that's not really logical. And I think, unfortunately, too often when we're not entirely happy with the present, what we forget to do is to be kind of, I know I'm going to sound like a hippie now, and be kind of (laughs) gratitude. Nothing, nothing. But, um, you know, to be grateful for the stuff that we actually do have that we like. Mm. And then kind of, as well as kind of be envious for the stuff that we don't have. You know, you have to find a balance in that and you go, you know... But also, the world is a very
2: interesting place and you can go and you can see things and you can do things. Also, when you do that, you become a more interesting person as well. Do you know? And you... you, you I, I, I mean, I think if you have that chance to go and see places and do things... Uh, and and have the safety net at home, then you have the best best of both worlds. Do you know what I mean? Now he's he. The, I keep on saying he. I don't know why I say we he. Don't know what gender We don't, we don't yeah. know. But uh, no, I, I I I would I would say I like the way you're thinking. Just don't just make one huge big gesture and you know go off like Dick Whittington. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but but but. Uh, and she, he's he, he or she is worried about what their siblings will think. So there is a certain degree of... I don't know that.
1: why they're so worried about that. That's I think that of often it's because it's to do with an emotional bond that you kind of feel an obligation to the people that are in your life. I need to stay around for them, but... And you know we've had lots of complaints. or letters into this <laughs> <laughs> thoughtful oh, meditations we've everybody. had in. Yes, <laughs> we've had lots of problems in where people have kind of um, felt that they were being taken advantage in I mean, yeah, by yeah. the people in their lives and doing all these kind of things um, for them, whether not being kind of recognised or, or reciprocated, whatever. Too, and I think in this instance, maybe by just severing and, and disappearing off into the ether, you know, you'll end up leaving a void in their lives that you have already in your life. So there's a kind of an, an understanding from the person that wrote this letter in that w- there's a certain kind of passive-aggressive thing that's going to be possibly read into the behaviour. You'll miss me
2: when I'm gone. Yeah, kind of that kind of yeah. thing.
1: Maybe, or maybe, well, I'm getting a bang of,
0: you know, they're lonely. They never they never met the right person, but they feel like they've done everything right, but they just didn't get that last piece. And And then getting rid of the house and all the rest of it won't solve that problem. Maybe what they need to come to terms with is, you know, the howling loneliness that will haunt them for the rest of their days. (laughs)
2: Well, actually, I mean, you have to face it. I mean, that is a thing that anything that's really haunting you, you have to, a day will come and you have to sit down and face it. But I also think if you have a chance to go and see the world, go and see it.
1: Yeah, but you don't have to ditch it. It doesn't have to be ditch everything and go on one big long trip. You can find a way to go away for a shorter period of time while maintaining the kind of the, the attachment and the security that you have in the world already. Because the worst thing that you could do would be to just like you say it's for the baby out with the bow
2: and look there are things like you can do again what I was saying about a new skill I don't know what they're into if they might they might be interested in painting they might be interested in- there, are, there are courses cookery whatever cookery in Tuscany you know painting and wherever yeah, you know right you idea. get that then, you, then you're in a place where you have to interact with people. You're not just going to wander around and sit in a rock, you know, you can you can you can interact with people. So there's a whole heap of things that can be done. And and but as you say with the lonely them for the rest of their life anyway everybody gets lonely from time to time. Anyway. They do. Yeah.
0: And there's no shame in it. No yeah, at all.
2: No, I'm as lonely yeah. as hell at times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, selling
0: yeah. the house doesn't automatically get you a boyfriend or a
2: girlfriend. Yeah. No.
1: And it's not a zero-sum thing. It's not you have to get rid of one in order to get something else either.
2: I do like the way they're thinking, though. I think there's more expansion than contraction there.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, one person says, don't rent the house, just sell it and take the leap. Uh, Somebody else suggests maybe a house swap. Uh, Might be an idea. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, My partner and I always planned to have kids once we met certain milestones in our careers. We had a 10-year plan and then the focus was to shift towards starting a family. So now that time is approaching in the next few months, but I am seriously freaked out about starting a family with all this climate change stuff. I don't think I want to raise children in a world that has so many problems like it does now. Am I being overly paranoid, or is this a valid excuse for me to sit down and tell my partner my feelings have changed about starting a family?
2: What do you think? <laughs> I, 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 I think. see that person's point. Very much I see that person's point. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, I think there are uh, huge, hu- you know, it, there are huge considerations now in having children. You know, unless we're going to get our act together very quickly, which doesn't look like it. Um, I, I, there's also, would they adopt? you know, would they consider adopting rather than or rather than having their own children, I mean, mm. you know, care for a child that's already here rather than bring another one into the world. Um I I would certainly sit down I think it's and, and and I I do know um from from lots of reading that I've been doing that it is a very, very big concern for an awful lot of people and an awful lot of people are deciding to remain child free for that very reason. Um
1: Okay, so just theoretically for me, first, I would say that if we as an entire species believe that, you know, the planet is doomed, doomed, yeah. and as a consequence, we decide not to have children, then it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy where we end up like, do you know what I mean? That We end up like not having a next generation because we decided to to not do that because the the planet is doomed while simultaneously not doing anything in the here and now to change things. Um, I think there's a little bit of uh, I think, I wonder whether for this particular letter writer there's a certain level of um, displacement of concern from, you know, like a big issue that obviously all of us should be thinking about and using as a backdrop for making decisions about family planning and all of that stuff. Um, but I wonder whether or not when as the moment comes for this person to 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 basically sit in the pot or not, that they have to kind of go, oh, what what are the actual you know, what's gonna happen? What, you know, all of the worries about that situation, call call coming home, and the only tangible kind of easily understood code that they can find is environmental collapse and global warming mm. and, and it's a very heavy thing and I wonder whether or not they need to talk to somebody about this because I feel that it's it's a, it's a very heavy thing to be facing.
2: At the risk of being very, uh, you know, on PC, it, is it a man or a woman? Do we know? Uh, no, I'm guessing
0: it's a man.
2: And I just, and I think that would be a very, it, I think the woman may have a very different uh, um, attitude right. because yeah. they have the m- maternal instinct and whatever. Maybe, uh, I, again, it has, it's a question of sitting down. And talking about it. I actually do genuinely think it's a very legitimate concern.
1: Oh no, yes, I do as well. I think yeah. the more the more that we know I mean I was just reading something before before we came in, one of the tabloids had an article saying that it's likely that, you know, our generation could live to be in our one hundred and forties and it's yeah. just, Oh my god I yeah. mean the panic set in and I'm going, Okay, and what kind of world would that be if if environmental disaster and all that kind of stuff is kind of impacting the way our societies are formed and even the the, the environment that we live in. All of that that is, of course, it's really concerning and it's really threatening. And I'm not saying that people should be, you know, blindly kardashian kind of, you know, Ignorance case, about yeah. the whole thing. Um, yeah, but I, I, I do think that there's, there's always been a rational reason for people to be very reluctant to have children. There's, there should always be a kind of, you know, can we afford, you know, some people just don't yeah, care. They just yeah. go and have babies and other people just go, oh, they're always, you know, they're trying to um, overly plan the future in a, in a life that is actually so adverse to being planned, yes. in you know, you, yeah. there's so many. Twists and turns, and you know, who would have planned on there being a pandemic in our lifetime, for yes. example? There's so many external things that can happen to us, and, and, and it would be it's a very negative perce- perspective to be just so kind of like, oh, well, I'm not going to have a kid because everything is doomed. It's mm. a bit, it's a bit I,
2: I wouldn't, I, I don't necessarily think that everything is doomed, but certainly if I was of childbearing age and I was thinking about it, I would be thinking about the load I'm putting on their shoulders. Mm. Do you know, mm. in, in, in terms, I don't think, I definitely don't think, I think this, this generation are. A really good generation. I think, I think, I think something will happen. We nuclear fusion is going to change a lot of things. You know, it's it's it, it is it, but it is a concern and it is a load for some children. You know, in, in thinking in forty years time, how many degrees are we going to be up in the in in, in the heat of the planet oh, and all yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, um, um, you know, but maybe uh, I, small families are the way to go. As you say, we don't want to be extinct. But the point is. We are the only species that actively participate in destroying our environment, you know, our habitat, you know. So the less of us around, the better, I think, for a while. Um, but uh, um, and as I say, adoption is, is, I think, r- rather. It's,
1: it's the kind of micro macro situation is, is that obviously the macro, uh, the, the the grand scale Perception or perspective is about all of these big issues, but the, the kind of down in your own mm. family mm. scenario was, you know, if you do have a biological urge to have children and if you do believe that it's, it's, it's kind of primal and, and the essence of, of humanity, then those two things are, it's the kind of pushing against those two things that that, that, that makes the the desire and the need to do something about the big problem faster really yeah. important.
0: A yeah. Uh, few comments on this. Lehman Sword says, who's to say that person's child won't grow up, become a scientist and fix global warming in some way? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, don't assume you can have a child. Myself, and my wife yeah. uh, couldn't uh, naturally, needed the help of IVF. Somebody else says, start the family, do it now. People are doing their best to fight climate. As long as coffee production and consumption, fast fashion and the building of data centres slow down, we are fecked anyway. It's a very valid reason not to have children says somebody else certainly one to be voiced to your partner it's a very responsible attitude this person has not only for protecting any would-be children but for putting less of a burden on the planet Uh, someone else says neither of my daughters in their 30s have children they have rescue dogs instead Uh, for I know so many people like that uh, for precisely that reason and uh, just going back to the question about the cat uh, uh, someone's uh, solution to that uh, problem is to donate the cat to Mary and man up. That's our answer, <laughs> Mary and Declan. Thank you, you both. Do very well done. <laughs> very I have
2: five of them already. <laughs> nice, I'm there the go. Crazy Cat yeah. Lady. Well, I five children,
0: so I make up the quota for all those other people as well. <laughs> Mary and Declan, thank you both very much. Moncrief. weekdays at two p.m. on News Talk.